The opinions expressed in the Brothers on Law Show are for informational purposes only and are not a substitute for personal professional legal advice. Thanks for tuning in to Brothers on Law on Go Country 105. I'm Larry Mandel. And I'm Rob Mandel. And we've been trial attorneys here in Los Angeles for over 40 years. On our show, we will discuss current events, talk about legal issues, and have some very entertaining guests stop by. So stay tuned every week for Brothers on Law right here on Go Country 105. Hey folks, welcome back to Brothers on Law. I'm Larry. I'm Rob Mandel. And we are the Brothers on Law. Hey, what's a big shout out now to Debbie the Mortgage Mom? Yeah, Debbie, thank you for uh, warming us up, warming everybody up for yeah. us, and uh, love listening to your show every yeah, Saturday morning. Yeah, she's got a lot of good stuff. Anyway, we're here on our Zoom edition. And it's Saturday morning. What are you up to, Rob? You know, I'm just hanging here. I, I got my dog sleeping next to me. She keeps me company all day long. And during the, uh, the COVID uh, crisis, we've been, uh, we've been bonding, me and Bella. She's a beautiful, beautiful dog. And I'm glad you brought up dogs because that's what we're going to talk about today. Dogs. The owner's responsibilities and the dog laws and dog bite Why laws. Why not? Yeah. We should talk about It's going to be informative. Yeah. And I think we already have a caller on the line. Already? Yeah, already, Rob. Hi, Cam. Producer Cam, you have a caller for us? Hi, Larry. I have Michael from Santa Clarita actually with a very perfect question for this show today. So I'm going to bring on Michael from Santa Clarita. All right. Okay, Michael, you're with the Brothers on Law. Hello, Brothers on Law. I have a quick question. Sure. My dog through the neighborhood two days ago. And as another neighbor passed on the sidewalk, my dog reached out and got a little bite on the hand. Very uncharacteristic for him. But uh, he drew a little blood and I told my neighbor, I said, come back to the house and let me take care of that. He said, no, I'm fine. He went his way. I went my way. And then this morning I hear from my other neighbor that he's very upset and thinking about suing me. Oh, what what should I be looking at right now? Well, one thing is you may want to report it to your insurance company. That's right off the bat. It doesn't sound like a serious injury, though. No. What, um, first off, you think he did anything that provoked the dog in any way? Well, he didn't give us a lot of space on the sidewalk. Okay. Kind of did he reach out with his hand, anything like that? No, but he was walking, swinging his arms a little, little more than most people do. Okay. All right. Swinging your arms what? by a dog. I don't know. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, it, it doesn't sound like provocation, but you never yeah. know. And that but, would be yeah, I think, uh, I think my brother Larry is right. You may, may want to get your insurer involved early, but maybe you want to see what, what he really wants to do. Uh, he hasn't told you directly that he's making a claim. Is that correct? Right. Yeah. I would just wait and see. He may want to offer to pay for his medical expense, uh, if that's how you can resolve it. All right. Well, let's talk about that, though. Um, the dog nipped him, right? Didn't, like, chomp on him, right? No, no, no. Just nipped him. Right. And then, but it did, did it let, like, a puncture mark kind of thing, and a little blood came out? Yes. 
And so he didn't, did he need to go to the doctor as far as you know? No, no. And my, my friend didn't know if he had even gone, not, he never mentioned it to him. You may have yeah. to reach out directly to him and, and just say, Hey, you know, how you doing? You know, how's your hand kind of thing and see if you can nip anything in the bud. <laughs> no pun intended. Big, right. But yeah, Michael, he has some good, my brother has good advice. I think in this circumstance, you want to just discuss it with your neighbor, keep the uh, dialogue going and keep it friendly and see if you can just resolve it. Because unfortunately, and we're going to talk about this on our show today, uh, you as the owner of the dog are strictly liable. And we'll get into that later, but you are strictly liable if your dog bites somebody. Right. The, you know, the only defense usually for a dog bite is if the person is trespassing or otherwise uh, provoking the, the dog. Um, so, um, I mean, there may be a few other exceptions, but generally the owner of a dog is liable for the dog's bite, even if they didn't have that propensity or, you know, you, you never saw the dog bite before. So that, that's what we think, how you should roll with this. Reach out right. to your neighbor. But, you know, uh, obviously we're on the radio. We're not uh, trying to give you uh, advice that you, you can, uh, that you have to follow or anything like that. But, you know, it's just a good idea in, in a minor situation like that to try and be friendly, try and offer to help, try and keep a lid on things so it doesn't get out of hand. And, um, but if it does, then, Larry's uh, advice earlier would be pretty sound that, you know, if he makes a claim against you and you, and it looks like it's going to be, you know, a lot of money for whatever reason, you may want to bring the insurer into the mix. If you can't mm -hmm. keep a lid on things. Okay, great. Well, there you go, Michael. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Hey, Michael, thanks for calling and thanks for listening. Yeah. Take care. We're Larry and Rob Mandel, the brothers-in-law, here on Go Country 105. Do you have a legal issue you need help with? We want to hear from you. Find us on Instagram and send us a message. Then tune in on Saturdays at 8 a.m. right here on Go Country 105. From all of us on the Brothers on Law Show, we want to give a big thank you to these sponsors who we've partnered with to help honor our local heroes and groups for going above and beyond for their community. We'd like to thank Ralph's, Whole Foods, Target, and Chipotle. Thank you for all you do in our community. You know, Rob, I was just thinking, maybe it's a little out of context, but if you are a homeowner and you have insurance, you have to check your policy because certain dogs are now being excluded to be covered under insurance. Right. And it depends on the insurance company and, and depends on what dog they list in their policy. Well, that's you know, true. Being excluded. We didn't ask him what kind of dog he has. But, you know, he I did say he did. it was not, you know, out of character for the dog. Yeah. Which doesn't matter in, in, in our scenario here. So, but, Larry. Um, Larry, yeah. I have a question. Yeah. So you're telling me that if you had a golden retriever versus a pit bull, that there would definitely be differences in your insurance policy because of the breed of the dog? Possibly. Only, yeah, only if the insurer, the insurance company, were to specifically exclude that dog in the policy, and, and they are doing that. So they exclude. Nowadays, I've heard it's pit bulls, um, mm. Doberman pinchers. Um, Rottweilers, maybe. Rottweilers, yeah. 
So like chows. guard dogs, what, what you consider a guard dog, they're excluding from policies. Yeah. So uh, listeners out there, if you own a dog and it's one of those breeds or you're not sure, you better check with your insurance company, make sure you're covered. Or it's read really the policy. Yeah. Right. You know, yeah. uh, one, <laughs> one of the things that people don't ordinarily do, and, and I'm going to put my, myself on this, in this uh, compartment is that uh, you buy insurance and then you never read the policy because it's kind of a big old pamphlet and you know who's going to sit down and read that thing word don't word. you read yeah, everything you sign though i mean yeah I mean, you're a lawyer rob i mean i i do and i'm not a lawyer even yeah. if i enter a contest i'm one of those people that read the rules and prize things right Just problem is problem uh, is insurance policies very, the very way small they, print yeah, come on. What they yeah. do is they give you a form to sign. You know, you're not, it, oh, you don't have like this policy that you read and then you initial each page and then you sign it at the end. That's not the way it works. You have like a binder form and you sign that binder form and then they, and sometimes you don't even have the policy in hand when you, when you sign that, like a health, health uh, care policies, notorious for that. You don't even get them until, you know, weeks later and you get this hundred page pamphlet. And then so, later on, they'll send you uh, a change to the policy, and you may just think it's junk mail, but right. it has a legal binding effect. An endorsement. Yeah, an endorsement. Exactly, Rob. So, but getting back to dogs and yeah. dog bites, you know, uh, I'm a big fan of dogs. I, I love the dog I have. She's a golden. She's very gentle, but any dog can bite. And sure. Even I feel like know. the little ones bite Even like more. A little, yeah, a little poodle, a little chihuahua, you know. Uh, if they get nervous, they get scared. You know, most of the time a dog is biting when they're scared. Uh, some dogs are bred to attack. And and that's why many of those breeds are excluded or or you will see them excluded on some policies. Mm -hmm. But, you know, in um, Michael's situation, we didn't ask if he, you know, has the shots that are current. Because if it's a puncture wound, you, you should really produce those um you know documents that the dog had is you know up to date on the vaccinations yeah that's really good advice we should yeah. call michael back and tell him that all right make sure that michael dog is up if you're listening date. yeah i can send well, him a message yeah, make yeah, sure send him a message. dog is up to date on its shots well, so that sure, you can tell yeah your make sure the other guy knows this well, I think what I got from the call was that you want to keep an open line of communication and you want to try to resolve these things before they get to a legal level. And your neighbors, come on, at least be neighborly and do what you can to try to um, diminish the situation right, and right. just smooth things over. Am For I a right on that? Like that. Yeah. And, right. and show some concern. You know, we want to make sure the person's okay. Right. right. Always want to do that. Even when, yeah. you know, you, it, it's, you know, they're probably going to make a claim and probably want to go after uh, your insurance and whatnot, because a little bit of uh, compassion and neighborliness goes a long way in those situations. Sure. And uh, because we've seen the other side of this, you know, where the dog was vicious or the dog just was uh, a big dog and it got mad for whatever reason and did a lot of damage. I mean, a dog can inflict tremendous wounds on people. Yeah. Especially uh, the breed. You know, I have a case that the case is over. It's been over for a while, but the boyfriend and girlfriend were at the house. The boyfriend owned a, a pit bull 
and the uh, pit bull was in another room and the boyfriend and girlfriend were playfully wrestling and the pit bull saw that as an aggressive act by the girlfriend and went right for her her neck and her face and it was violent it was oh it was devastating to see that's the so scary Ugh. and yeah um you know I, I love dogs but if if you have that kind of thing happen it's a, a perfectly valid thing to make the claim and try and get whole uh, try and get justice out of it because uh, there can be scarring there can be uh, lots of medical bills, lots of uh, you might suffering. need surgery. Surgery. Well, she needed. Yeah, in that case, she needed, she had stitches, quite a few in her face. So, what happened legally? Did she file a claim against her boyfriend? Yeah, it was very awkward. I bet. But, um, Did they it, stay you know, boyfriend and girlfriend? Right. That's my Guess next what? question. And here's the follow up to the story. Yes, they stayed boyfriend and girlfriend. They they did not euthanize the dog. They kept the dog which was, uh, you know, I was surprised. And I spoke to her years later, and they got married. They have wow. kids. Wow. And, then I, and, you know, I looked at the scar, and fortunately she went to a good plastic surgeon because you could see it, but it wasn't very visible. And they, do they still have the dog? I think, no, at that point, I think the dog just passed away, natural causes. Have you suffered or been injured by someone else's negligence? When you need a legal team that will stand up for what is right, won't give up the fight and obtain justice, call 818-886-6600. Mandel Trial Lawyers specializes in personal injury cases of all types. Whether it's a car accident, product or premises liability, dog bite, or a catastrophic injury, Mandel Trial Lawyers are there for you when the fight is worth it. Call now for your free consultation, 818-886-6600. Let the scales of justice tip in your favor. Do you need help feeding your family right now? We all know that schools are closed and some kids rely on free or reduced price meals at school. Visit fns.usda.gov slash meals for kids to find a grab and go meal center near you. They are offering two grab and go meals for kids. Again, please visit www.fns.gov dot usda dot gov slash meals for kids four is the number four and let's make sure all the kids are fed usually if a dog bites it's an owner problem not a dog problem training no very few dogs are born bad and want to attack people dogs naturally love people and yeah. usually there's some lack of training uh, involved in vicious dog bites. Sometimes they're trained to be vicious, unfortunately. Yeah, and that goes for all breeds, including pit bulls. I had a, a bulldog, you know, which is kind of like a pit bull, but a little bit more mellow. But uh, it's bite. They're not quite the same breed, no. but no. they're no, but part of the bully group, but the bully they're not group. pit bulls. No, they do no. have the chompers, though. But that's what I was about to say. And when he was a, a, a puppy... Uh, he was chewing at something. I thought he was choking. I tried to get out of his mouth, and guess what? The teeth did go into my finger, and I had to be taken to the emergency room and stitches Ouch. in the whole nine yards. So it was not but you pleasant. You kept him. Yeah, I kept him for yeah. ten years. And you trained him, and he was gentle after that. You trained him. Actually, you know that prompted me to get some intense training, and he ended up being a really, really good dog. And he and I taught him probably like ten tricks. He knew. A bunch of stuff and that helped 
actually is per the trainer that teaching them tricks, you know, gets them more motivated and more interactive with you, which is a good thing. So I have a scenario that happened with my sister and I, and I want to run it by you because I wanted to know what this woman had legally for her options at any. I believe that there was. My sister and I were uh, riding down uh, a street in the San Fernando Valley, and we passed a church. And this woman was walking her, at the moment, she was actually holding her little dog up in her arm. And I saw this pit bull mix jumping up, looking like it was going to try to get the dog. And she was an older woman. And I see the priest behind the gate praying. I make my sister turn around and we whip around. And at this time, the dog got the the little dog from her arm and she was trying to swing him from the the leash and he's jumping and he got, he got the dog and he oh. basically ripped it apart i'm screaming oh. and my sister's videotaping it and uh the woman i turned it turns out she had two dogs and the dog ran out from across the street through the the in, you know across the street to the church and already killed her other little dog. And this was her second dog that he got. And she's crying, going, my babies, my babies. I mean, at that moment, I love dog. I'm a dog person, but I wanted to kill that dog for what she did. And she had a bat in the car. I'm like, can I I, give me the bat? And Meredith's like, what are you going to do? I'm like, I don't know. So I called the police. I'm like screaming, crying. The police come. We have the lady like get in our car because she's literally dragging the dead carcass of the puppy, of the little dog. And it was horror. It was traumatizing. And we get her in the car and she's just crying. And the cops pull up and they pull out a gun. And I'm screaming, shoot the dog, shoot the dog. (laughs) And then the dog just runs back to the, his house. And that was it. So, um, well, I'm sure they called animal control and I'm sure they, there was a hearing ultimately mm-hmm. on the fate of that dog. Um, probably wasn't good. Yeah. Um, probably that dog might've been uh, euthanized. And you know, that's an important point that you mentioned, Rob, you know, the animal control should be called in most circumstances, probably in all when there's a bite because they need to intervene and you know, there'll actually be a hearing, as you mentioned, and the, they'll determine if the dog has is a danger to society and then either place the dog outside of uh, the county or euthanize the dog. And it also establishes who's the owner of the dog, most likely, because the, the animal control will do their own independent investigation. I'm, I've had that situation where you know, they deny they own the dog and all that, and it turns out that, no, they're the owner. And, uh, you know, they're going to be viable. We know this is a scary time for a lot of people, but we want you to know we would stop at nothing to get justice for you. This is Rob Mandel from the Mandel Trial Lawyers, and I'm here with my brother Larry. And yes, the Brothers on Law Show here on Go Country 105. With the experience you need, we are still actively litigating cases. So if you've suffered from a car accident, bicycle accident, or a serious injury of any kind, call us for a free consultation today at 818-886-6600. Even if your small business has suffered due to the closures, we can help. 
Mandel trial lawyers are fully operational with remote depositions and court appearances, so there's no reason not to seek justice, and the Mandel trial lawyers will fight for you. So call us at 818-886-6600 and stay safe out there. You know, my brother, Larry, you know a lot about this. You wrote an article, we're very proud uh, that you did, uh, that was published recently in what's called Advocate Magazine, which is the magazine of the California um, Consumer Association Attorneys (laughs) of Los Angeles. No, no, no. (laughs) Consumer Attorneys Association of Los Angeles. Oh, my gosh. And it's it's the largest group of um, plaintiffs, trial lawyers in the country. It is a very prestigious organization. We belong to it for many years now. And to have a big article like that in that magazine is pretty big. So uh, if you guys want to know a little bit more about the legal issues surrounding dogs and dog bites, you can call my brother or you can read his article in Advocate Magazine. But it um, might be more fun just to call him up. Yeah. Talk. What, what number are you going to give? Here, here's a number. 818-886-6600. Right. And thank you, Rob. Or even our 800 number, right? Yeah. Right, Cam? Can we use our 800 number for, does that come through to the, to the office? Yes, directly? we get all those messages. It's 800-310-7113. Right. So you're saying if anyone suffers a dog bite and maybe has questions or doesn't know what to do, they should call you, right? Of course. Absolutely. Okay, great. Yeah. And I think we have a Mandel message box. Sure, let's hear it. Sure. Okay, so this is Amy from Los Angeles. This has nothing to do with dog bites, but I thought it was an interesting question. Okay. I bought a Groupon for Botox. That was my first mistake. They did a horrible job. They removed the Botox that I was unhappy with. Now I'm left with headaches, which I didn't have before. Is there any legal action I can take? Yeah, that's an interesting one. Um, one thing it would be is if she signed, she would probably had to sign something like a release, a waiver. It depends on who administered it and, and all that. If they're actually considered a medical provider, then she may be limited and constrained by all those rules that we call micra, which are fairly onerous and draconian rules that we have here in California that limit recovery on medical malpractice cases. Mm-hmm. But if it was done just by somebody like a cosmetologist or something, then yeah, she could possibly have a claim just mm-hmm. to prove they were negligent, you know. Does she sue Groupon or where she bought the coupon from? Or um, does she sue the actual administer of the Botox? I would say the latter. In other words, the person who administered the Botox. I don't know if Groupon is kind of like just the middleman, middle person. It's not even a middle person, isn't it? It's just like it's just a coupon. Yeah. Yeah. I don't see any, you're right. I don't see any responsibility there, but you know, it may be for another show. Um, it's a, could be Groupon liability. No, 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 no. But as far as we, we've had cases where, you know, a person has had something gone to a beauty salon and had a product applied to her hair and it ended up causing her to be bald in a large portion of the back of her head. Oh, they burned her. No, that was a a nightmare. Yeah, that was bad. But that was against the hair salon and right. 
and the chemical company. So that was a, both a product liability case and a negligence action, but it had nothing to do with, you know, why she was there in terms of uh, a, a coupon or anything like that. So right, right. I'm just yeah. saying it's kind of a similar situation. And, you know, maybe it's a bad batch of Botox. I don't know. I mean, that might be something to explore, too. Then could you go after the manufacturer of that Botox? Possibly. That? How Possibly. bad is this result? You know, I mean, is it... I don't know. I didn't see a picture. But... unhappy with, or is it like ma a major deal? You know, I mean, it's how far are you willing to go? Well, I think it's yeah. the headaches that she's suffering from now that are seem to be a new issue that oh, was see. in question. They removed the Botox that she didn't like. You can remove it, but she's now left with headaches. She should probably see a physician and have it evaluated. Definitely see needs what, to see a doctor yeah, on that. Yeah, see why she got it. We're Larry and Rob Mandel, the brothers-in-law, here on Go Country 105. Do you have a legal issue you need help with? We want to hear from you. Find us on Instagram and send us a message. Then tune in on Saturdays at 8 a.m. right here on Go Country 105. From all of us on the Brothers on Law Show, we want to give a big thank you to these sponsors who we've partnered with to help honor our local heroes and groups for going above and beyond for their community. We'd like to thank Ralph's, Whole Foods, Target, and Chipotle. Thank you for all you do in our community. You know, so we were talking about... Go ahead, Ralph. Yeah, saying? I just wanted to get back into this idea that if you have had a, a dog bite, if you or someone you love has been attacked by a dog, you know, the thing to do is to get the medical attention right off the bat. Exactly. Notify the animal control, determine who the owner is, and then uh, call someone like us, call a lawyer, get them in the mix early so that we or they can determine if they have insurance and have means to make you whole and compensate you because dog bites are serious. And as much as I love dogs, you know, I, I'm not going to leave somebody in the lurch without justice when they've had something like that happen to them because it can be very, very bad. And I've seen really bad ones. I know you have too, Larry. Yeah. And, you know, um, people say, well, what if my dog just, uh, ran after somebody and they knocked them down. Yeah. Uh, the dog didn't really bite anybody. And I have a um, situation, uh, a case that was similar to that. And I'm going to maybe tell you about it right now. Then um, my client, our client was uh, riding his scooter past a house and the dog was behind a fence, but he got out of the fence, crawled under the fence and chased down our client right. and uh, knocked the client over on his, on his moped. Right. And he suffered some serious injuries as a result. So what do you think about that, Rob? What's the liability there? Well, I, I, it's not the dog bite rule, but I think there is liability uh, for not keeping an animal properly secured. I, I think it's just straight ahead negligence, isn't it? Or does the dog bite uh, statute come into play in that case? It doesn't, Rob. It's just straight negligence. And the owner of the dog says, oh, my dog never chased anybody. You're lying. So what we actually did is hire an animal behaviorist to go out there. And the dog was behind the fence when he went out there. And the behaviorist ran back and forth. And the dog kept on chasing him. 
So, and we videotaped it to establish that the dog had a tendency to chase people. Yeah. And the owner knew or should have known that the dog, if it got out, is going to chase people like our poor client on his moped. Oh, man. So, so I take it you got recovery. I don't remember the case, but yeah. I, 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 yeah. Yeah. Pretty did. cool. Hey, yeah. you know, the original Lassie dogs, you know, yeah. they, to get the dog to jump over fences and all those kinds of things. Yeah. Um, that dog, the original one, had it was a male all the lassie dogs were actually male yeah and it had a propensity to chase motorcycles it liked to chase motorcycles so the way they got that dog to jump over fences and do all that crazy acrobatics was to fire up a motorcycle send it down the street and the dog would chase out of it come chase after it come hell or high water yeah and certain breeds do have a tendency more than others to chase I guess, I guess, you know, I think we're going to have to wrap this up, Rob. All right, man. Yeah. It's gone really fast. So, you know, it's about time to wrap it up and say our goodbyes till next Yeah, Cause Saturday. we, we, we could talk about dogs and dog bites and all that kind of stuff all day long. I know I wanted to talk about some other stuff, but we'll do it for another show. So, you know, if you've missed any part of the show or you'd like to hear our previous shows, you can go to YouTube, brothersonlaw.com or iTunes. And if you have a legal question or a show topic, you can call us and leave a message at 1-800-310-7113. And also stay tuned for the new Custody Queens, which follows our show, coming right after us. That's right. And a big thank you to our listeners that are staying safe out there. We look forward to being here with you next week on Saturday at 8 a.m. right here on Go Country 105. And remember, let the scales of justice tip in your favor. The opinions expressed in the Brothers on Law Show are for informational purposes only and are not a substitute for personal professional legal advice.